today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. This is The Dr. Duke Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and I am joined by the eminent Vicki McKenna. Vicki, you're eminent. Eminent. Welcome aboard. Today, today I'm eminent. Outstanding. <laughs> Isn't that what we call it? I, call- I will take that. I will identify as eminent. Don't they call the cardinals in the Roman Catholic Church your eminence? You are Miss Eminent. That will be our nickname for you. <laughs> and if you get one of those great big rings, you can have people kiss it. It would be pretty cool. I'd love to see that. Uh, <laughs> but as we banter, uh, I think it's a, it's, this is a protection mechanism, us, our, us bantering like this, because the stories are always so, so depressing. And so it is, again, we have trans activist violence. That's our theme for today. And the media, of course, is not reporting any of this, but we're going to talk about just how dangerously, when you're dealing with mentally confused and mentally compromised people, this gender dephoric group, is it any surprise that violence and erratic behavior goes with the territory? Take a look at this crazy person who wants to be a woman but is not listen so you go ahead you protect your kids i dare you to try and stop me from going into a women's bathroom it will be the last mistake you ever make this is a call to action you need to arm up plain and simple go out buy a gun learn how to use it efficiently through and through because the time to act is now. You need to protect yourself and you need to protect your fellow transgender brothers and sisters and theys and thems. You need to protect the rest of us in the LGB community. Well, does, first of all, I got to ask you, my producer re- put this in my ear. Doesn't he look like Kevin from The Office? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, he certainly doesn't look like a woman. He no. isn't a woman. But but. He's, he's threatening parents who want to protect their children from him. I, I, you and you, you parents with your kids you want to protect, I dare you. This is, um, this is radical. This is a guy who is one step away from committing an act of violence. He is an, he is an advertisement for a phone call to the police and a removal of, of any firearms he might have in his home, making overt threats violent threats, threats to kill people uh, if they want to protect their kids. This is this is how radical this has become. This, In fact, there is a study out. Um, it was published today at the epictimes.com that actually says trans ideology, and that is what he is, he is um, his belief system is an ideology. It's trans ideology, gender theory, uh, is a theory that lends to radicalization. It's a theory that lends to violent, um, isolating radicalization that can erupt into violence. I will, I will give you a quote here. A paranoid mindset, uh, mindset 
that all your troubles are the result of what other people do to you. So your problems are not your problems, they're my problems. They're problems that have been foisted on the trans person by the cisgender heteronormative uh, population at large. And the cisgender heteronormative population is described oftentimes as, quote, the enemy or evil. And this guy is essentially in a cult-like mental state and is willing to go the distance 100% for that ideology. It's terrifying and it should be considered a violent extremist movement, but but the powers that be shrug their shoulders because they don't want to affect the trans-Tifa mafia. In the meantime, more people are gonna get killed or attacked or, or violence will erupt because of this as it's already, we've already seen happen. Well, what you said, there's a couple of things that I really wanna highlight. One, what you just said about this Epic Times report really applies to social justice in general. The entire yes, it does. social justice movement is predicated on everybody else persecuting you. Your problems, your uh, mental pro- issues, your traumas, your uh, uh, obsessive behaviors are now the result, not of you. You don't need therapy, right. you don't need changing. In fact, if we try to bring therapy to you, that could be a crime by daring to suggest that you yes, need to get violence. help. Yes, it's violence. Right, it's but violence. on, on, the, on yes. the other hand, they don't have to. So this is, and, and you and I know this, you take one step beyond social justice, this is how socialism gets implemented because every yeah. capitalism is per, is persecuting you people richer people who are richer than you are persecuting you people who the whole thing you trace this right back to marxist dialectic and if you want to take one step before that hegelian dialectic but it's the same garbage we've heard again and again and you said something really powerful as well too he starts with something obvious you want to protect your children, a basic human instinct and right. You want to protect your kids. I, re- I suggest that we kill you. That is literally the yes. calculus that this guy is saying. And that is the calculus that is being that that is being endorsed and affirmed by the the increasingly radical elite culture in this country, where you're not permitted to say, um, even say, I, I don't want an adult man in my child's locker room, restroom, dressing room. How dare you want to protect your ch- your children? You should die. And you're exactly right about Marxism. Marxism, when it was class created the Russian revolution and people were tortured and murdered and, and in all kinds of ways that are antithetical to what human rights means. Well, Marxism and, you know, and class may have gone away a bit, but it's just simply been applied to race. It's, it's been applied to feminism. It's been applied to gender at this point. So you get critical race theory, you get critical feminine theory, you get um, critical gender theory or queer theory. It's just Marxism applied to a different category of people, but the same thing is in play. It's us versus them. It's, it's evil versus good. It's oppressed versus oppressor. And there is no way to to meet in the middle because it's such a radical ideology. Once you commit to it, then the the next step necessarily is revolution and revolution must necessarily be violent. 
exactly well said, and I want to go back and highlight what you uh, said a moment ago as well. You think about what's happening here. This is a test case, this warped man pretending to be a woman threatening violence for protecting your kids. This should be a test case for the progressive left. The left is constantly telling us that we must enforce mental health red flags. We must take guns away right. from people who demonstrate this kind of behavior. Far as I know, there is no movement. That's not even, that's not even making ma mainstream news. This idea, right, that let's see how, what the bona fides of the left are. If they're consistent, they should go after this guy with a vengeance, but I don't think they will. As a matter of fact, Take a look at this next tweet from a wackadoodle trans person wielding some heavy, heavy ammunition. Take a look. Here's what this, it says while you're watching the video. While advocating just for trans people to arm ourselves is not any kind of a solution to the genocide we are facing, I do want to say that if you transphobes do, to come, for, do come for me, I'm taking a few of you with me. Lock and load, Vicky. All right, you know, if I did that, um, I'd be arrested. I would have all my social media accounts canceled. But it's, it, but this is given a pass. Um, a couple of weeks ago, NPR, National Public Radio, featured a um, a story on on trans on, on men who want to demand to be to be uh, uh, identified as women going and training in what looked like, you know, a boot camp kind of situation so that they can fight back against the genocide. You notice that was in that tweet as well, the genocide. And so you have got people who this isn't training for self-defense. This is training for war. I mean, if, if there is a genocide going on, you're not defending yourself against genocide. You're stopping a genocide. It's what we do. You don't, you don't just simply tolerate a genocide and protect yourself from a genocide. You fight a genocide. And when you're talking about taking up rifles and guns and things like that with, it, with a, a rhetoric that necessarily is calling for you to, to you know, fan out into the streets and start taking out the genocidal enemies. And by the way, genocide has now been redefined as anybody who does not accept the self-identity of anyone who decides they don't want to be their biological sex. That's genocide because that's erasing them. That's their definition of genocide. So everybody understands no one's dying. Nobody's being murdered for being trans. They are defining genocide as, as us not kowtowing to it, affirming it, acquiescing to it, sacrificing our kids, our family, and our rule of law to it. That's why they're training to arm themselves. So you have national public radio putting this story out like, hey, this is awesome. Meanwhile, if, if they had filmed me in a concealed carry training class, they would act like the world was about to end and my gun should be taken away. But no, that guy, nobody's going to knock on that guy's door and see if he's got guns and issue <clears throat> an emergency risk protection order on him, which is legal in, every, in all 50 states, not a red flag order, but an emergency risk protection order where a judge is involved. <clears throat> no one's going to do it. No one's going to do it. Nobody wants to be the one who has to fight the trans Tifa mob. You've got the people, you see the people, um, Riley Gaines, Matt Walsh, the folks who are out there sticking their chin out and, 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 and enduring the fight and taking on the fight 
by themselves. People look at what's going on and how they're treated and they say, well, I kind of agree with them and I'm glad they're doing what they're doing, but I don't want to be part of that. Yeah, you know, this reminds me and I, it just popped into my head now, so I didn't think to add it to our, our list today. Do you remember a couple of days ago in Congress where a trans person, a man, who believes that he's a woman, one of, I think it's one of our first Congress people in Washington, D.C., uh, as the Republicans passed without a single Democrat vote, just Republicans. They passed uh, a, a law to move forward that would protect little girls from not having to have boys play in their sports and be in their locker rooms, that sort of thing. This trans Congress person stood up and said, you have blood on your hands. And which is ironic to me because there's no blood on the hands of the doctors who are mutilating 14-year-old girls. No. That blood, that blood is not blood. It's only blood if you try to protect people from this kind of trans extremism. It's an, it, well, everything is metaphor now. Only the metaphor is used to justify literal violence. So you have blood on your hands. We, we, have, we have tortured a metaphor to the point where it's meaningless. But saying that out loud means that whack job on the TikTok video or the, or the other uh, skinny anorexic boy on the TikTok video, that means that they should go get guns and shoot us all. So when this is, this is how it works with the left. They torture a metaphor into meaninglessness as a as a signal to a greater movement to use to not look upon it as a metaphor but to look upon it literally and take action literally um and that's been going on black lives matter um you know the me too movement the trans movement um they all have the same thing in common uh, you t you use ridiculous metaphor um, you'll say something like there's a black genocide going on or there's a you know police are are it's an epidemic of police violence against black people it's provably untrue so you torture that and you and then when somebody confronts you you say well i was just you know i was just using a turn of turn of a phrase i was just using a metaphor meanwhile the people who are hearing your message are supposed to take it literally and that's what's going on it's now going on with trans as we just saw a, a major homicide by the way where's the manifesto on the nashville murders um, there were, it, just a day or two after that, a boy in Colorado uh, had been arrested after someone had discovered his plans as a non-binary person to murder people in his school. So they're taking the twisted language and the twisted meaning of language. Um, they're taking it literally and they're taking up arms to defend, not even defend themselves, but to go to war against us. Yeah, we have a couple more images that make your exact point. Take a look at this. Trans activists threaten to kill ten Tennessee lawmakers, the ones who, look at that picture, right? And I'm going to read you the, 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 the caption for this. This is unbelievable. It is targeting Christians. It says, quote, kill Christ cucks, behead Christ cucks, roundhouse kick a Christ cuck into the concrete, slam dunk a Christ cuck baby into the trash can, crucify filthy Christ cucks, defecate in a Christ cucks food, launch Christ cucks into the sun, Vicky. That guy is, um, that guy's absolutely evil for one, but um, also clearly has his, his entire mental um, image of reality is inverted. Um, I, I mean, this is, but that's what I'm talking about. 
that, that that's the kind of hatred that's 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 righteous hatred according to the elites as they unleash this on our formerly stable culture it is a, it's a civilization nullifying belief system that is so violent it is uh, it is inducing people to hatred so profound that it rivals Nazism. I mean, it rivals some of the worst ideologies we know of. Take a look at this one, right? This is a, a, an interesting timeline, the slippery slope that they keep telling us will never happen. By 1995, love is love. We just want acceptance. By 25, we just want equality. 2012, jo Obama's uh, epiphany, bake the cake or go to court. 2015, say my pronouns or lose your job. And today, the kids will watch drag shows no matter what. It gets really creepy. Uh, we're going to pivot here a little bit to a second show. We want to make sure we get the second segment in. But I want to give you a final word before we transition. Go in the transition. Uh, uh, now a fraught word. But say the last, your last word on this stuff. My last word on this is that this, is, this can this can flourish, this has flourished, this has metastasized because no one is willing to stand up and and be called names by liberals. This is metastasized because a culture of, uh, the, in the mass who knows better, which knows better, um, has done nothing. Fathers have not stood up and defended their daughters from this. Mothers have not stood up and defended their sons from this. Common sense, decent people who just want to be left alone are not willing to put forth any minuscule amount of risk. They're not willing to take on any risk, not any risk, not even name calling to stand up for what's right here. And now it is metastasized into a vicious, into a vicious tribal Marxist movement that this, that is so complete. It's cult-like. Um, and so, you know, just simply debating this away is not possible anymore because everybody thought it was somebody else's responsibility to do something about it. And shame on every parent who, who sat by, rolled their eyes or, or groused and grumbled, but didn't do anything. Yeah. And we close with this image, Vicki. This is a, a, a chilling warning. Colorado Springs shooter identifies as non-binary. Denver shooter, trans. Aberdeen shooter, trans. Nashville shooter, trans. And all four of those murders have not gotten 10% of the uh, publicity that some of the other typical forms of shootings has. Still to come, a high school in Wisconsin is now under investigation after an 18-year-old man went into the woman's locker room, younger children, claimed he was transgender and then showered naked in front of female students. Next. And so here we are again, and we're talking about trans students, uh, men pretending be, to be women, getting into locker rooms, and in this case, showers, an 18-year-old with girls much younger. Take a look at this. This is, I want to give a big shout out to the Will Law Firm. If you don't know who Will is, this is the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. They are absolute frontline heroes. This is a group of pro bono lawyers. They have an organization. They are dedicated 
to helping parents who get in these situations and not yeah. spending, cause, causing the parents to spend thousands of dollars to do this. They do it. Go back to that letterhead one more time. I want you to give a sense of this. This is Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. Uh, they, they can, they're easily found on the internet. If you have any problem in the state of Wisconsin, you should absolutely get in touch with them. They might be able to help you uh, legally to fight back against these schools. And here's what we're dealing with, Vicki, the, the, the clip here. On Friday, March 3rd, 2023, four freshman girls at a high school participated in a swim unit as part of gym class. After the class, the girls entered the, lock, the locker room to shower and change. Upon entering, they noticed a senior male student in the area containing the lockers and the benches. It is our understanding that this man was 18 years old at the time of the incident. According to the girls, the student was not in their PAE class at this time, so had no real business to be showering then. While the girls were surprised to see him in the locker room, they had a general idea that this student identifies as trans and used the bathroom before. While they were uncomfortable, they proceeded to shower to the shower area. Before I, I show you the conclusion of this, I want you just to contact comment on this first part of the story so it seems clear um if you read through the whole letter um that this that this 18 year old man is stalking these girls this isn't the first time he has shown up in a bathroom or a locker room with them so here he is he's not in gym class he just uh, uh, walks in and decides to strip naked and shower right next to them. Now they had their swimsuits on. That's typically what you'll do uh, in school. They kept their swimsuits on after the gym class, but there he is, butt naked, hanging it all out, full frontal, right next to one of the other girls. These are, what, what are you when you're a freshman? 13 and 14, 14 and 15, something yeah. like that. So he's 18, he's a legal adult, and they are basically just out of eighth grade uh, and this is what they are experiencing. They didn't know what to do. They tried not to look. He tried to make it hard for them not to look. They eventually left uh, and didn't tell anybody because they were so freaked out about it. Uh, finally, a, a friend of theirs encouraged them to report this to the administration, uh, which they eventually did through intermediaries reported this. And then, you know, absolutely everything falls apart. Nothing happens. Um, they talked to the trans student to tell him not to make them so uncomfortable next time. Yeah, and go back to the second part of the story. You, you sort of tipped it off for us. But the interesting thing about this is he was clearly waiting in the world, girls' locker room for them to get back. He had been in there for a while, and he waited until they got into the shower Till yes. he got in the shower. So this was more right. than stalking. This was this is something much worse, I think, in some ways. And here's what ended up happening. The girls entered the shower area in their swimsuits, which was their common practice as they rinsed off. As they began to shower, the male student approached them, entered the shower area, announced, I'm trans, by the way, and then undressed fully and showered completely naked ne right next to one of the girls. He was initially turned towards the wall, of course, but eventually turned and fully exposed his male genitalia to the four girls. Understandably, the girls were caught off guard, shocked, closed their eyes, and as you said, uh, finally this became uh, because of a, the intervention of another young girl who, who urged those four girls who were deeply uh, impacted by this to report it. Now, where do we end with this? I mean, the school is saying all the school's usual things. Well, this was a mistake, yes. blah, blah, blah. But I guarantee you there will be no punishment for this kid.
No, that which is why um, the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty is involved here. There was no Title IX complaint. There was no, um, you know, conversation with these girls, these victims. This is sex. I mean, this is sort of, um, you know, misdemeanor sexual assault, in my opinion. It, it, it's beyond sexual harassment. Um, and I think it rises to the level of criminal activity. But so no administrators... Um, you know, gave them information that they could file a Title IX complaint or help them to do that. Um, the parents were not given any satisfaction. They kept hearing about some policy that nobody could find and doesn't exist. And one was finally written hastily uh, once the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty reached out. But, you know, right now you've got Will Law saying, um, you know, you have to you actually have an obligation under federal law to file a Title IX complaint and do an investigation here. And I think they're waiting to see if the school will comply. And here's my last comment. Do you really think the feds, when they get that under Biden's regime, you think they're going to do anything about it? No, they'll not do a darn thing about it. So in the end, it may result in a lawsuit. Well, I hope so, because that's the only way to challenge not just what the school allowed to happen, but Biden's ridiculous carrot editing of Title IX legislation to benefit trans. That's going to wrap up the show. If you have any questions, comments, or want to support the show, simply visit drdukeshow.com. Thank you, Vicki. And for all of us at The Dr. Duke Show, thank you. 